Hello, everybody. I'm just going to start off with a nice, you know, warm welcome to any new players that we may have uh, that may that may have they may be hearing us for the first time um, and just kind of welcome you in. You know, uh, Rock League is a fun game. Um, I I have maybe two, maybe three suggestions just to tell you right off the bat before you get into things. OK, here's the first thing you're going to do. When you get into the game, you get past the first tutorial thing that you can't skip. Uh, you're going to go all right into controller options if you're using controller. And you're going to change your uh, boost from B to the right bumper or R1, R1. Okay, that's the first thing you're going to do. The second thing you're going to do is when you're going through those options and you're changing the controls is you're going to change uh, your air roll and your drift button to the left bumper or L1. Okay, those are the first two things you're going to do. After that, honestly, I would say the first 100, 200 hours, don't worry about getting good. Don't worry about anything else. Just have fun with the game because it's probably going to be the most fun and exciting part of figuring things out. Um, So that's kind of my welcome to anyone who hasn't played before. you know, and there might be some people who are listening to the show and they're like, oh, you have to get rid of like uh, all the crazy, like, what is it? Vibration or rumble mechanics and stuff. No, keep that. Those things are fun uh, and exciting and crazy and silly. Um, so enjoy the game for your first hundred hours. Um, and after that, you know, maybe you'll come back and you'll be like, all right, I want to listen to this podcast uh, and we'll be here and we'll have news and we'll have tips and tricks for you and we'll have esports and tournament recaps so that's what we're here for and i hope you guys enjoy the journey Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rockley Podcast. Uh, my name is Lazero, and I am joined today by Relentless. Hello. So uh, this is a new one, just Relentless and I. It's it's <laughs> new new little uh, grouping. Um, Wabs was telling me that you know his mind was just so bogged down with philosophical questions that he just you know he he had other stuff to think about apparently. So uh, he has <laughs> not showed up today. Um, but I'm here and relentless is here and I think we'll have a great show. Yeah. He it's, it's just such a big world and he's such a small bunny that it really, <laughs> um, sometimes gets overwhelming. And so definitely understand now he's, he's, he's just not here today and stuff. And this is the second time that you and me have done a, a one-on-one situation. Last time was the rush of relentless where we fit an entire show in about 60% of the time. And so this time, hopefully though, we get to get to be a little bit more relaxed. Yeah, we were we were sprinting. I think we went through <laughs> about fifty topics with thirty seconds for each topic. That's kind of how that show felt. Um, we'll have a little more time, so hopefully you'll get to enjoy us talking as opposed to uh, it going all over the place. And you know, it's great that we do have you on because uh, just this past weekend, our community played against the Mel- Melon Patch Gaming community in 
our monthly throwdown and we were able to win seven the best of seven i was gonna say seven games i'm like wait a second (laughs) the best of seven four to three um and what i realized after this could have went horribly long depending on who showed up and not showed up because there were definitely matchups that were just not fair (laughs) you know what i mean like they're just squashes there's some really close ones but there's also just squashes like uh our boy jrx was thrown in with a 2k once player (laughs) he's like platinum playing for me or whatever and it's just it, i felt bad um so yeah the, it was fun uh i think next time they're definitely we have to at least match the mmrs between the different game modes but i think it was a cool thing that both our communities kind of got to do and relentless of course you casted with booze yeah um i mean it's it, it's kind of difficult and stuff because you want to keep it as as friendly and everything so trying to put an mmr cap on every single game mode kind of takes away some of the just casual nature of of the friendly show match so i kind of overall liked the way it was because it what it really allowed us is hey we have some very unique players and they may be unique to certain game modes so putting out players in different game modes and yeah there was plenty of squashes and stuff but it kind of made those ones that were a little bit closer so much more of a nail biter because it was like oh this is the one that could decide it so like looking back at the tournament you had the rumble match and that one was really really close and then uh i think the twos match was was generally pretty close but the other ones were or no snow day was actually close as well so Mm -hmm. there was a few different ones that, that were kind of close and i think those ones were the most interesting as the ones that were a little bit hard fought and then yeah i casted with woos he kind of reached out to me about the day before um saying like hey i may or may not be able to cast with you i may have to play or something like that and then the day of he was like i should be able to cast everything's fine i got players and stuff so last minute brought him on and so because woos was there and i've done stuff for melon patch i've done stuff for asap weekly so because Woos was there i was gonna let him be the melon patch homer i was gonna be the asap weekly homer <laughs> and just have uh, a, a nice little back and forth and i think it overall went really well i think everyone had a good time and everyone enjoyed it so i was i was happy to do it oh i watched and i was i was i was very glad how it kind of turned out uh, for reference for me i was you know i was organizing some of the teams and i was just like worried about our players not showing up and stuff um but i was also like i'd literally been hired on friday like a new job mm-hmm. uh and so i was prepping the whole weekend so i was <laughs> i was like i need to have this ready but i also need to be prepping for monday and it was, <laughs> um, it was definitely uh, a fun little game i was playing of, of there's a million things going on um so i'm very happy that it turned out well i think the fact that it was a little shorter was nice too um i think especially if we have like a straight threes tournament we'll have like three or four hour cast sometimes just because mm-hmm. a lot more people are interested in just just a straight threes tournament um i and i think the last time unfortunately i don't know if ty Su, uh no it was ty snywalker um who who wanted to play in it as well so relentless uh had to cast the whole thing by himself um it's a feat to cast for three or four hours, let me tell you. Uh, and you know more than anyone. Um, I actually, <laughs> I, I think Gwabs might remember this, but I did a seven or eight hour <laughs> solo cast Oof. once. Uh, and this was uh, in the original kind of version of the show. I was just like trying to find things to do because I, you know, 
you know when you hop on the like the bandwagon new games you're just trying to get in on it Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what we did with artifact which was a massive flop um (laughs) but you know maybe this is a good time to tell people the reason the show was like called asap uh was because it it stood for and it's the dumbest you know it's the dumbest like letter like reasoning i had but i'm like i don't know i came up with it in probably five minutes but asap stood for uh artifact super awesome podcast um and so uh when we transitioned to like the rock league thing i'm like okay let me add weekly so it really has no sense uh and now i'm stuck so now now we're <laughs> now we're stuck <laughs> with the asap weekly tag um but i think as all things it's it's sometimes maybe like more the product and the brand than the actual um name that matters um i think i think you can always get over a bad name you know <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you just got to kind of lean into it and stuff and, and leave it be a mystery. I was actually thinking about that the other day. I was like, I wonder really why he went with ASAP. And I was thinking of every acronym I uh, I could think of, like, how does this fit into what Rocket League is all about? Because I didn't I didn't join <laughs> at the beginning, so I didn't have the background info of like, hey, here's where any of this stuff came from. So it was uh, it was it was interesting sitting there figuring out as many funny names or uh, obscene names as I could. Uh, always the P always ended up being the podcast part, but you know, so you got ASA, that right. as, as many, as many funny or obscene names I could for ASAP was, uh, was my goal with that. And some definitely shareable, some definitely <laughs> not, not so much. <laughs> um, but that, that's, that's pretty funny. I, I, I find it's definitely interesting now. Cause like what we're 90 episodes into this podcast, right? We have 90 Rocket League episodes, this 90th Rocket League episode. Um, but when we started like our first Rocket League podcast, we were still doing the other podcast, right? Uh, I think we got to like 12 or 13 with that one. And this one just kind of took off. So we, so we just completely switched. And I mean, Wabbits had stopped playing Artifact for a while. So I was like with a new cast and everything over there. Uh, and after a while, I'm like, I'm not even playing, nor is anyone else for that matter, because that game went from 60,000 people playing to like 300 <laughs> <laughs> or 200. So uh, we completely switched over to Rock League. And I mean, we were both playing a lot more of it. So it just made sense. Um, yeah, that's that's a nice little backstory. Um, I think, you know, speaking of like kind of the podcast growing, expanding uh, recently, what we've done is we've taken a concept that we kind of started in the show called Beginner's Corner. Um, which is very much everything that has to do with like getting better as a beginner and tips and tricks and other stuff like that. And relentless you and your boy hunty, both of you have created this YouTube, um, version of it. Although I will say it's, it's very extensive and it's great for people who are like, really just want to learn as much as they can about the game. Uh, and so we have added that to our YouTube, um, and, all it does is make me go, okay, I should definitely stop po- posting the podcast on YouTube and just have beginner's corner. <laughs> like I've been posting that podcast on YouTube for the sake of like, it'll reach someone that doesn't usually uh, listen to podcasts and it does sometimes, but usually it's like, no, most people who are going to listen are going to listen on a podcast app. Um, regardless, do you want to kind of take it away a little bit here with beginner's corner? Yeah. I mean, like you're saying with the normal podcast audio, there's so many streaming platforms out there to, to catch podcasts and stuff like that. So specifically putting up on YouTube, you're going to probably catch at, at most one or two people per episode that mm-hmm. want to listen to it there. So it doesn't make, I guess, a ton of sense to do that. Um, now, as it pertains to beginner's corner, I think when the original concept had hit us, 
uh, what we want to do with this. And, and as we were kind of fleshing out the idea, we really only planned for episodes to be about 30, maybe 40 minutes long, but you know, <laughs> there's so many different scenarios and, and giving myself and Hunty both opportunities to speak on each, each moment of the replay that we're looking at. It kind of, we, we definitely need that, um, that room to move. And so, so far we have two episodes out. Each of them have been about an hour. Um, and we did diamond for the first one. We did champ for the second one, but, um, you know, we want to also make sure we're getting back to the aspect of it, which is beginner's corner, not just road to grand champ. So, um, so what we're doing is, and, and how it's going to evolve. And I mentioned it on the episode and we've received a ton of positive feedback as far as people comment on the episode, people reaching out to me separately. Um, just There's overall the most enjoyment. amount of comments I've seen on our YouTube channel. So, <laughs> you know, you're doing something right. <laughs> yeah, and it's not it's not even just the, it's not a ton or anything like that, but it's it's enough positive feedback that we mm-hmm. we appreciate um that people have been able to reach out to us and and tell us nice things about what we're doing and and I think we overall we we enjoy it quite a bit and I think it kind of lends itself towards lasting content and then we can kind of branch off from there and do some unique things. So I'm pretty excited about what the future holds for that, but the implementation that we're going to be kind of going with going forward, and this will be what's really most exciting is getting the community involved. Uh, we're going to be adding a coaching tier under uh, under the website. website. So where you go for coaching and you can have the stuff like the replay analysis and we can have the uh, like or the one-on-one coaching and, and stuff like that, that allies, Wabs and Dave do and all that stuff. So we're going to be opening up our own slot in that coaching tier and allowing people to submit replays to Beginner's Corner um, so that we can put them on the YouTube series. We're going to review them. Um, But there's going to be some kind of just general stipulations with that. We want replays that are going to be under champ because, again, it's it's more of a... We want to make sure that we're still going towards that beginner side of things, helping people develop. Uh, So we want to make sure we're going and focusing on the lower level ranks so stuff below champ typically. So diamond and below uh, will be incorporated with that. We want to make sure that it is stuff like it's you're submitting a replay. That's a loss as well as um, it's primarily going to be PC players that can submit replays. So make sure that you're kind of fitting those categories before you go out and buy a coaching tier from that beginner's corner section um, that you kind of meet that criteria because it, it just kind of make lends itself to the, no, the easiest course. transition for us. Um, but if you are kind of in that champ range and you want coaching, I strongly recommend getting the replay analysis or one-on-one coaching from Wabs, Allies, or Dave. That way you can get very specific stuff towards you versus the beginner's corner, which is just going to be me and Ally, or not me, me and Allies, me and uh, your boy Hunty talking on the replay. And the person outside of submitting the replay isn't going to be directly involved with the replay analysis. So it's just going to be us on it's, the series. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a I, little bit disconnected from the personal aspect. Yeah. I was going to say, I think the cool thing about it is that you're, you're going to be featured in a YouTube video and it will be your gameplay that is being re- reviewed, but the difference is you won't get that, that one-on-one time. Um, so, you know, take, take your, it's like some cool perks. I know, I know when I started like my random projects, I think people, enjoyed the fact that i had to make the videos about them more than they actually enjoyed any of the constructive stuff so uh 
<laughs> you're like the in between that, I guess. In between yeah. that, and coaching. you're a little closer to the coaching side than I was. But I know people like being in the YouTube videos because then they can show their friends and they're like, "Look how bad I am." <laughs> yeah, and we also, I, I also want to mention that it's probably best if you submit a solo queue type of replay um, because we want to make sure that we're 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 not missing anything just from us being able to watch a video. Cause there's going to be some stuff. If you're in a team or you're partied up and you're in comms, the way in which you move might be different than the way you would move solo queue. And so, because we won't have your comms available to us, we don't, we don't want to miss over that portion. And with solo queuing, you really do have to adapt to your teammates and adapt to what's going on on the field. And so, like I said, all those kind of little stipulations. So being below champ, being on PC, being a loss preferably a close loss like one or two goals at most and then being solo queued so a few little um few little categories you got to fill out there and then uh yeah hopefully we can get some people featured uh we're still going to be trying to do this more frequently than we did between episodes one and two um i think every other week is our goal it just schedules have to line up properly of course of course um and i think that's good for that right Relentless? yeah i think overall that that's pretty good um I don't. I, I want to go back really quick just mm-hmm. to the, uh, the the monthly throwdown and stuff. Um, okay. You know, so you mentioned uh, JRX having to go up against Boss, who's a two K MMR player and stuff, and JRX have, being a, a diamond to plat player, and then both of them having to play ones. It just kind of left JRX a little bit uh, a little bit overwhelmed there and stuff. And then right after the tournament, we had uh, our own Ryu go up against boss and he avenged JRX pretty good. So I just want to oh. make sure I give the call out of, uh, of Ryu coming back out and, and doing his thing and uh, avenging the loss that JRX took. You know, I like R- Ryu cause he's kind of like our, our, our community adopted bubble player, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's playing as a, I think he's a sub on a pretty big team right now, or, or is he playing for that big team? One of those bubble teams, but, mm-hmm. um, we, we've had a couple of people just show up in our server recently and I'm like, Oh, this is great. And they're not people that I knew from, you know, Rocky sports. And I think that's the best thing. Cause, cause, uh, I don't believe Jer volts or volt. When I say volts, I don't mean the wooses volts, <laughs> like the content producer, which had confused me. Um, I mean the, the guy who I famously had a show match against, I played him one on one and the goal was for me to not lose by 15. And I think it came down to like the last 10 seconds that he beat me like 15 or I think it was 16 to one. Um, but I was like, you know, I was like platinum. Right. And he was like a GC. So it made sense. Um, no, or, or like, like people like Cruncho. Right. I just like assumed they're like, Oh no, they're all like low GCs. They're never going to get better. That's how I kind of look at them. Uh, but that's not (laughs) the case obviously, but, but I kind of like when people come into the community and they're like, Oh, I'm so great. No, I'm so great. They're they're really good and they're willing to play with all the players in the Discord and stuff. Um, yeah, I've, I've played with Ryu a few times um, and stuff, and he'll he'll go on and we'll play. And sometimes I've played with him on his main, and we just get you know matched against people that I'm like, how are they even playing? They're not even playing the same game as me. They're too good. They're not playing. <laughs> We're playing two vastly different games. Um, but he also has uh, alt accounts and stuff like that, and so he'll come and play stuff more at my level. And it's just it's just really fun to watch him play when he feels comfortable and in control and stuff like that. He's just so talented. So I like any of those players that can come by and even as good as uh, they are, just being able to play with anybody, regardless of rank, it's it's a lot of fun. I think that's so interesting. I'm just going to bring this topic in here right now. Um, how like I almost feel like like hitting GC is like getting a black belt. Do you know what I mean? 
in this mm-hmm. game. And I think that's why so many people strive to it. But as someone who had previously gotten a black belt in a martial art, I realized that the black belt's actually the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> like you've you've mastered all the basics. And this is where the fun really starts, you know, <laughs> like you've, you've done, you, you've learned all the basic stuff. And then when you hit it, that's when you're like, oh no, there's this whole new world that's now open to me. <laughs> and I have way more to learn than I, than I ever thought possible. But because you hit that, you can actually see that world, right? Where the reason people don't hit GC or, or I mean, I can't say that too. I, I think there's a lot of reasons people may, may or may not hit GC, but when you do, you actually feel like, oh, there's so much more. Like I look at some of these players and it's like, why am I in the same lobby as them? You know? Um, <laughs> and so, so I think that's a good thing to remember is that like, uh, the, the, the style and the play and the way it looks like at those high ranks is just not even comparable, um, to those lower ranks and, and, you know, say as I might, like, this is a game where I think there's a lot of players in the mid range who think they have to be like those top pros, but until they master those basics, right? The, mm-hmm. the basic strategy and the basic mechanics to, to a degree that makes them competent, there's no need for them to, to think about, oh, I need to be able to do a triple fl- flip reset, double touch craziness, right? Um, so I, th- I think that's important to keep in mind is like, all those pros were at your level at some point. So don't feel like you have to already now be at their level. Improvement takes time. Yeah. And, uh, and I even, um, like, like people will see, you know, different mechanics and people kind of rise to the ranks through different means, whether they get mechanically kind of ahead of their position or they get their positioning and rotation ahead of their mechanics, which I kind of took on the latter portion. Like I even posted in podcast quotes, they were talking about, uh, I think one of the, one of the things that we may have been talking about on beginner's corner, like, Oh, C1, C2 is where people start to learn to air dribble and people responded like, Oh, I started air dribbling in plat or I've been air dribbling for, you know, or I see people air dribbling in diamond, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, man, I'm GC. and I can't consistently air dribble. I can, I can barely air dribble, uh, in training, much less in a match or anything like that. So, um, you know, people will see, like you're saying, they'll see a pro do something or they'll see even like YouTube montages of people hitting these, crazy crazy plays of yeah it's a air dribble to a musty double tap type of situation and and they think like okay that's what i need to do to get to the next level and um you know in some cases it's definitely helpful but in other cases it may be a hindrance depending on the situation and stuff and so um yeah i think like you were saying kind of people when you're below gc you kind of look at gc as the mountaintop but when you get to gc you realize like, nope, this is just, just the peak of one small hill. And you just, you know, every, every time you keep getting up, up the hill, you get to the peak of your small hill and you realize, nope, there's a bigger mountain in front of me. And so, uh, it's the same kind of thing. Uh, as you were saying that I was kind of thinking in my head, I was like, is rocket league secretly, uh, an MMO where <laughs> you, you play and GC is just you beating the main quest and now you get to the end game. And, and, and so rocket league could just be a secret MMO that we just didn't know about. No, I see. I see that. And I, I think, <laughs> yeah, improvement is definitely a discussion that's always fun to have about how people improve at a game. But, you know, you're realizing that when you hit, you know, that GC mark, 
then the people that you're now facing up against have probably double, triple, or quadrupled the time in the game as you do, right? Um, and it's like, there's no way that you should be at their level. It's just now using the tools you have and obviously training when you can, you hope to to at least compare to them, right? That's kind of interesting thing that happens there. Um, but I mean, it's 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 kind of, I think sometimes we forget to look back at how much we have progressed. Um, this is actually pretty funny because because I you know with the recent I think there was like like some server issues when they were just like switching the new patch or whatever and so I went in and I did the tutorials mm-hmm. and I remember these tutorials because when I started like I I tried them like a million times you know what I mean? <laughs> like I tried every single one like the the aerial the um goal scoring one the the saving one right and then I like did them now and I'm like oh no these are now these are like somewhat easy, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I can almost consistently do most of these, right? I mean, there's a couple I had to try a couple times, but but in general, I can do the all-star ones a, to like a an A minus, right? Like let's just say an 80% mm-hmm. efficiency. And it's like when I started, I would have never even thought that that was possible, right? Like I would have been like, how do you even, you know, how do you even do any of these? Like I, I had so much trouble. So uh, I think it's good sometimes to kind of look back at the stuff you thought was difficult and try it again um, because it kind of shows the progress you have when you can forget about it. You know what I mean? You might have like a couple months where you're stuck at the same rank and you're playing the same things, um, but you're kind of forgetting that you've already made a lot of progress and just the fact you're playing means you're still making progress. Um, and it just, it's, a significantly less evident, but if you go back to things that you like, you tried to do when you were began and then now realize that they're like easy or, or at least that you can do them when you couldn't do them before. I think that's uh, always a cool thing to look at. Yeah. Um, and, and as you're talking about that, I'm kind of reminded and it's probably the very, very first replay ever saved um, probably back in what, 2015, 2016, something like that. Um, as we were like, I was watching, I just started watching a stream or something like that, just a Rocket League stream, and it would have been around RLCS 1 or 2, something very, very early on. And I remember just like seeing a pro jump off the wall and hit a ball, and I was like, no, you can't do that. Like, that's not real. You can't do that. <laughs> and then like a, like a few days later, like, because I'd, I'd practice it a little bit, and I was, you know, back in what would be probably considered at that time silver. Um and I, I got a goal from jumping off the wall and, and just my car happened to hit the ball. And I was so hyped about it because it was just like and I wasn't far up the wall. I was like just past the lip. I was so minimal off the ground, but I jumped off the wall and hit the ball and it went in the goal. And I was so stoked. And, um, you know, and, and then you, like you mentioned, you kind of look back at some of those things and now you're like, oh, man, I didn't hit it off the wall into a double tap double touch setup like i'm i'm trash like i'm so bad at this game but it really doesn't feel like that long ago i was like man i could barely jump off the wall and and not panic so yeah it's definitely a vast um a vast improvement and vast like progress that you end up seeing over that time if you're if you're looking at it objectively and you kind of have the perspective of where did i start where am i at now um and look at that from a a truly objective perspective that doesn't allow you to beat up yourself because you can't do something that somebody 
either better or different than you does. A hundred percent. And I think this is actually a good segue to uh, a beginner's corner topic that you actually brought up today, Relentless. Um, and this has a lot to do with people who, you know, for a lot of new new players, like I said, enjoy the first 100 hours. Don't get frustrated. Just have the fun because there's going to be a million new things you discover every game. Um, but for for some of the players that have been kind of trying to rekindle some of that magic when they first started to play, um, you're kind of talking about a mindset thing, an expectations thing. If you want to kind of get into that a little bit. Yeah. So, and and this is something I think a lot of people, especially as you get, you know, thousand hours or more, or, I mean, maybe not even that much, maybe you're just generally speaking, not seeing the progress in your rank that you may expect of yourself or want for yourself or any of those things, but you kind of get down on yourself a little bit and down on the game because you're just, you're, you're just perpetually tilted at your lack of progress or it's just not fun for you anymore. And so like the beginner's corner topic that I kind of wanted to bring up here was how do you generally speaking have fun in the game again after you've either gone into a slump or you're just kind of feeling down on yourself for the game? And and for me, um, I mean, this season has been full of mental ups and downs. I remember I started the season and I had spent the previous season spending a ton of time in training, trying to get better and better and better. I spent more time in training this season than I have ever done before. And I wasn't seeing the progress rank wise. And so I would get down on it a little bit. And then I would, I'd keep playing though. I'd keep grinding through it. And sometimes I would rank up. Sometimes I would slump down, Um, but I just wasn't seeing the overall progress I was expecting. And so I kind of was beating myself up about it for a a little while. And, but you know, I I found re-motivation in through a, a various variety of ways. And I was able to finally, uh, grind my way up, finally reach GC after what felt like forever. Um, and at that point, once I got GC and then I was able to get and get my rewards and all that stuff, it was like such a weight lifted off my my shoulder. So I, I kind of attribute it to two things that, that helped me have fun in the game again. One, that milestone that felt out of reach and then that like it was like close enough that I could see myself getting it, but still far enough that it was not easy for me to get. Um, I finally achieved it. And so like that was a weight lift off my shoulders. And then two, um, I spent time in, in other games and stuff. And I mean, a few different games I've played during, uh, during my downtime, I've gone into destiny. I've gone into, uh, fall guys, everyone that the fall guys hype that came around. Uh, I'm recently got back into Skyrim and some of those things. So my sole focus isn't just rocket league. And that's allowed me to have better perspective when I do play Rocket League to enjoy it a bit a bit more. And so, um, so I think from for me, uh, having fun again was a few different things. Where it was, um, you know, I reached my milestone that I, I reached a goal that I set for myself, and that and that's that was the first thing is I, I have this goal I want to achieve, and I think it was a realistic expectation for me to achieve. I was C three last season, so GC wasn't out of the question for this season. And, um, and so I reached that goal and then once I did, that was helpful. And then even when I wasn't feeling the greatest about the game, I was like, okay, let me take a mental break, go play something else and, and get back into it. Cause I've seen a lot of people that they're just, they just beat themselves up a bit too much. And it's not necessarily fair to yourself, uh, to do that. And it's, it's really tough. It's really tough to navigate sometimes. Um, yeah, for sure. I, you, when you were saying this, I, I think this is such an important point that 
um, for someone who's you know played this game for longer and and been in it, I think setting realistic smaller goals is definitely a big thing that can help you keep you motivated. Um, like for myself, like recently, I think I've I've been what hovering up and down from C two to Diamond three and back to C two and um, mm-hmm. you know kind of kind of laying staying in C one, um, but what I found has been really fun this past month is that I, my goal, you know, when I was talking about like random skills, I wanted to train. Um, so I think this is like a while ago, this is like a month or two ago now. Um, but I set the goal of kind of learning how to do a flip reset. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's been a lot of fun because it was like, this is it's, I've practiced a lot of like general aerial training. So I didn't think it would be impossible. Right. I think it would just take some time. Um, and like, so I really enjoyed it cause it was a goal that I set and it's something that's not related to rank. So I, I, one thing it did is that, um, when I was playing ranked, I wasn't worried about any points or anything, right? Like my goal was during ranked was just to play the game, have fun when I'm playing ranked. And then the goal for the month was try to learn a flip reset. And now I can't say that I could use it in a game yet. Right. But in training where the ball rolls up the wall, I can get it pretty consistently. Um, and now it's more about getting consistently and towards the net because I'll get the reset and I'll hit it and I'll hit the post or something. Um, and but I the fact that I've scored a couple even in training is, is made me really happy because like I remember when I started learning it and it was like, there's no way I can do this. Right. And this was like a month or two ago. Um, so I think that was a realistic goal at the point that I was at, cause I'd been doing a lot of general kind of, you know, flying upside down training or flying backwards training. And, and it kind of led to, to me being able to kind of learn the skill. And, um, it definitely kind of brings back the fun of the game for me, at least setting that kind of goal instead of setting, I think as well, I think a lot of us, this season has been a little long, mm-hmm. right? Like a lot of you who are going to hear this, this is going to be your first season. They're calling it season one. So I kind of like that. It's a nice fresh start. The game is at a beta after five years. <laughs> um, but um, what the cool thing will be is like, I think once I knew that, oh, 23rd, right? This is going to be probably the day after the day you hear this podcast, that the game is going free to play. I kind of felt once I knew that day, I was like, I'm, I'm good. I don't need to hit a particular rank at this point in the game. And so I kind of enjoyed that. Uh, where I just play whatever game mode I want to, or I train a bit and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it'll be a new thing, new goals to set. And kind of hopefully I can bring that like smaller step mentality into, into the new, the first season of the game. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to kind of link this back to when we were talking about the coaching and stuff earlier. Um, when, when I was getting coaching and everything from combo that, that actually instilled a lot of fun in the game for me as well, because he would, I would ask him at the end of time, I was like, okay, what is one mechanic that like if I was going to spend all my time in training or whatever for the next week, two weeks, you know, however long we had in between our sessions, what is one mechanic that, um, that I can learn in two weeks and perform, you know, decently. And, and so it would be stuff like we'd go over like flicks and we'd go over air dribbles and go over some of those things. And it would give me just like, Hey, one thing to work on for the next two weeks. I didn't have to worry about all these other things that I, I know I'm not good at. It was just, Nope worry about this one thing, do everything else that you've been doing just fine. And then we'll just worry about adding this only single thing. And that's been really helpful. So, um, kind of a big shout out. And if, if you're one of the coaches and you're listening to this, I definitely recommend kind of giving that platform and, and that 
mindset to your uh, your clients and your your players and everything of um, giving them one or two things at most to to practice on for your time in between coaching sessions because it really allows somebody to focus and feel like hey I'm making I'm getting better at this I'm making progress and like nothing would make me feel better than when I would like finally get something that combo gave me to work on and I'd be able to submit him a, a, a clip or a replay or something <laughs> like that and he would just be so hyped talking back to me he's like dude you're doing so well um and and it just getting that positive feedback from the one thing that he had me working on is is definitely a big shout out so if you guys are going to get some of the coaching and everything kind of ask them hey what's one specific thing that I can work on for the next x amount of time that um you know, and, and make progress towards. And I think that will be, that'll be helpful as well. Yeah. And I think, I think I'm definitely at a point, at least in the last little bit, um, where I'm slowly starting to get to that point where I can do some of this cooler stuff. Right. And so I think that is definitely reinvigorating me is like, Hey, let me just do cool stuff as opposed to let me get better at the game. Um, because it does make me better at the game in turn, just not so like one-to-one, mm-hmm. you know, threes played style. Right. Um, so yeah, these are definitely great tips. Uh, I think another thing I would say is if you have friends that you just enjoy spending time with and they play the game or they don't play the game and now it's free to play, this might be fun to, to just like go in and play some lobbies with them instead of thinking of the game too seriously. Um, and that might be a fun way of doing it as well. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I think yeah. that's all I've got for uh, for Beginner's Corner on that one, just having fun again. Yeah, for sure. And I think you're going to see a lot of new players trying to kind of discover the game, and, and I'm hopefully that's going to reinvigorate a lot of us. Uh, we're hoping the player base grows as well. And I know some people are uh, pretty guarded. They're like, oh, no, you're going to ruin the scene or whatever. But, <laughs> uh, I think in general, more players is good. Uh, you know, call, call me what you will, but uh, so be it. Um, and speaking of, I guess, new things, um, we're going to go over first the September update, because uh, I don't think this this came out, as always, one day after we released <laughs> the show. Uh, and so uh, what we're going to do is a little news corner here. Um, so headlines here. Here are the headlines from the update that came out. Um, Epic Games account. You can now link them across uh, platform. Uh, this was the whole thing about kind of merging your platforms into one which is which is nice i guess um nintendo switch online is no longer required to play rocket league online so uh maybe i'll get the game for switch who knows um there's new menu and ui changes and there's a vehicle preset based on merc because the merc has a new hitbox which is a new thing that was literally made because this season passed they have a card that (laughs) you know (laughs) is is uh it has that merc hitbox um I guess I don't want to go over too many uh, of these kind of the Epic Games and account linking things. I think a lot of those are, if you are having trouble linking your Epic Games account or making a new one, uh, that would be Google is your friend. I'm not going to get too much into that. <laughs> um, what I will say is the legacy status. So uh, if you played Rocket League before free to play, you have legacy status. So woohoo, all of you who are already playing. Uh, legacy status includes special royalty items, including boost, wheel, banner, and special title that commemorates the year you, your account was created. So the faded Cosmos boost, which I've been using, uh, <laughs> the golden <laughs> Cosmos boost, uh, the Dekai Aura wheel, 
the Huntress player banner and the established whatever title. Uh, legacy status holders also get special legacy quality versions of every common item available for, before the free-to-play changeover, as well as access to non-licensed DLC items. And that's really cool. So essentially just rewarding players who have been um, kind of part of the game before it officially launched, <laughs> which is a joke I'll keep saying because... I mean, it makes sense from branding perspective why they're announcing this as season one. Um, but from a, you know, players that have already played perspective, it's like, no, this game's been around for five years. So it's kind of this <laughs> funny in between. Um, yeah. Uh, so player to player trading. This is a new thing. Uh, training with another player now requires a linked Epic Games account. That makes sense. Training with another player now requires both accounts to have purchased 500 qu- credits or equivalent to deter fraud. So that means like you can't just have fake or bot accounts. Uh, you have to actually put money on them, which which kind of works, I guess. Um, new player ex- experience. I think you. Exp- I don't know if you experienced this uh, relentless, but players new to Rocket League with this update will see new interactive intro cinematic, as well as mm-hmm. special guidance when navigating the in-game menus. How, did you go through this? Uh, the the guided the guided tutorial essentially jump I, it, it was jump like, type of thing. It was a single player cutscene. That's what it was. You know, it reminded me of. You know, it reminded me of whenever you would do, um, like they would have like in in a lot of old school like 3D platforming type of games when they would go to a cutscene and then all of a sudden on the screen all of a sudden it would be like tap zero or something like that or or tap O or whatever. Um, Yeah, or circle. I don't know why I said O, but tap tap circle, tap triangle, any of those things. That's what it reminded me of 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 some (laughs) of those like old school 3D platforming type of games where the cutscenes would have you press a button to continue it or you die. I just, you just couldn't die in this one. So it was less, less, uh, less stressful, less stressful. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It, it's, it's kind of shows you like this cool little play sequence. I, I, I liked it. I mean, it was a little weird considering I don't use any of those buttons for those things, but maybe jump, maybe jumps the same but, <laughs> jump. Um, yes. Jump, jump would be about the same or, or maybe your boost. Oh no. Boost they had on B. And so, boost and B, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of new thing. I, I think it's fine. I think it's, it definitely freaked a lot of players out that had been playing the game for, for new players. It'll be a cool little intro. Um, well, for a second, turn- I thought for a second, I thought they might've like, Oh no, did they lose my stuff with the transition? hundred <laughs> percent. I, I was that. like, no, I'm not a new player. Come on. Don't lose my rank. <laughs> yeah. And just all the items and other stuff you have on your account. Yeah. There, there's definitely a little bit of a uh, freak out. Um, I'm going to knock over the tournaments. I think we've talked about the tournaments a lot. Um, so I'm going to just keep, keep the, this uh, moving well, a little bit. I wanted <laughs> to mention one thing. They did run a um, like a test tournament night and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was actually pretty cool. I really enjoyed uh, what the tournaments d- did on that test tournament. Um, so when we played, uh, I, I got some somebody's from the 72PC group and we went and played in a tournament. And we played in the first one and we got knocked out like, in the first round because it's a best of it was a best of one type of thing so we got knocked out of the first tournament first round and then but it was like hey don't worry you have another tournament coming up in 15 minutes and so we just played mm. the second one and did a little bit better um and then they have the like you generate tournament points and you can spend those on what is essentially tournament crates but the kind of cool thing is that you're not having to spend real money on that you just have to play in tournaments to get those tournament points to spend on the crates so it was um it was a good experience. It, it definitely, I, I, I like the revamped tournament setup. 
Nice. Yeah, no, it seems it seems a lot a lot more people are going to be willing to play in them. I'll say right away, uh, my big question is, can you enter two tournaments at once or do you have to be knocked out for the first one? No, you have to be knocked out in the at the fir- for the first one, I believe, because um, you have to queue like for at least for the test tournament, you had to queue within 15 minutes of it starting. So you couldn't queue before that 15 minute mark, yeah, yeah. at least for the okay. test tournament. I don't know mm-hmm. if they'll, uh, they'll kind of change stuff, but I imagine they for that one. It, it makes sense. I just laughing because I think I've told the story before where I um, when I was when I was trying to get into like the Hearthstone circuit, um, everybody was playing three tournaments at once. Mm-hmm. And depending on like if you lost because it's usually double elimination. So if you lost your first elimination, you might just leave that one and focus on the other one. Um, and because so many people leave like these are like 200, 300 person tournaments, you're just hoping you could join and the other person wouldn't show up sometimes so you could win a match <laughs> and then play a match at the same time so um none of that craziness but i i do enjoy the fact that i i lived and experienced all that craziness um you were a, a, a top 30 player by default at that point <laughs> i guess technicality so, uh, you made it all the way to the top you can say you were a top whatever percentage player just based on technicalities well I mean, listen, I, I actually got second in uh, so many of those tournaments, but never first, because first was the only one that would qualify you for the the bigger tournament. So, uh, yeah, I am, I'm definitely one of those get second place a million time types players. <laughs> um, um, no, uh, another time we'll talk about my top 200 North America Hearthstone career and how I played against the 2015 world champion another time. Uh, I just I'm just going to gonna throw you, that in did there. Did you win? No, of course not. And then I, then after I realized it was him, like, oh, he's probably streaming. I went back and he was like, I think he had like a 15 minute delay or like a 10 minute delay. And literally I, I just rewatched the match I was in and he's literally slowly explaining how he's going to destroy me. <laughs> did you, did that make great. you feel worse that he, you were actually like watching it? What would have been live on his thing because because of, of the delay or no? I actually really enjoyed rewatching it because okay. it was a cool moment. And I, I, have, a, I have a tough time like rewatching losses and stuff on anything. Like whenever I've played like IGL and uh, and I lose, but it was like on somebody's stream and stuff, I'm like, nope, I won't go back and watch. Typically, I may go watch watch a game that we won, but I won't watch the whole series. I think at that point it was just so cool, mm-hmm. like it was so novel that I mean. I was ranked higher than him when we played. <laughs> um, to be fair, this guy had turned into a commentator at this point, right? Like he hadn't been champ for four years or three years. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like one of those like early pioneers who then got a really good Twitch stream. Um, but uh, no, it was it was really cool because he was like, okay, this is literally how I'm going to dismantle him. And I'm like, this man's a genius. And he's not really <laughs> a genius. I just played it really dumb, but don't worry about it. Um yeah okay uh menu and updates the main menu has been streamlined uh now to reduce the number of buttons and better organized features i think this will get some taking getting used to i think when the actual free-to-play comes out it's going to be even more kind of fixed up like i almost feel like they released this a week ago so they can kind of see what they should change when the actual game comes out um so i'm kind of hoping it's gonna be i mean i i think it's pretty clean i think there's just a lot sometimes like on your screen yeah i i think I mean, it's supposed to be eye-catching, right? It's supposed to be able to, and really like a lot of this stuff, a lot of this formatting is to generate new players and stuff like that. If you've been playing for several years, there's a better than not chance that you're going to dislike the UI setup. And even Psyonix said like, hey, we're going to make adjustments because there are 
um, a few things that do make it less streamlined overall. Um, I like the effort that they're generally making. Like I, I understand where their head was at when they were making this because they wanted essentially all of your go into a game mode of any kind on one screen. You just have to pick which kind of game mode. Um, so I understand where the mentality I think was at, but I, I think more so they wanted to focus on um, the, the eye catching aspect and the, um, and, and everything for new players so that they can and using up the space, I think as well. Yeah. Like this, um, th- it looks a lot more like if I were to start, um, I have like a random, like, like FIFA game for Wii. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why it's actually a <laughs> lot of fun in how, in how, uh, arcade gaming it is. Uh, but literally like you go in and there's like five or six giant buttons, like filling the full screen. So it kind of feels a little more like that. Yeah. And I th- yeah. I think they went with the kind of like arcade style theme, um and although i saw i think it was linkaroo posted on his twitter he posted like uh like what his kind of concept of using the new ui on on it should look like or like what he would like it to look like and it does look really nice it uses the space well um and so i think that one was pretty interesting but Sinox has already come out and said that they're gonna be making adjustments to make it more streamlined so that yeah for stuff yeah. like uh you know, you just there's a lot com- sometimes. Yeah, you just you just played competitive, um, so you don't have to like refine where the competitive button is again. It's going to automatically populate the competitive playlist or something like that for you. So they're going to make it a little bit better. I think it was a good kind of like, hey, let's throw this out there and see what the feedback is, and and hopefully mm-hmm. either when it goes free to play or in the upcoming weeks, it it just gets fixed or at least improved. Yeah, maybe by tomorrow it'll be improved, but I imagine this is. Uh... That was kind of test. Like that's why they released this patch so early because I mm-hmm. want to kind of see what people are thinking. So that's really cool. Um, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that I don't re- really want to get into in here. Uh, the only thing that I will get into is the um, support a creator code because mm-hmm. I found that was really cool. Um, I, they do this with like all the other games where if uh, if you like put in that creator code when you purchase something, five percent goes to the creator, which is really cool. Um, I don't think we're, we're, you know, we're maybe like, uh, ways away from, from getting that. Uh, I think they require you to have a a thousand plus on, uh, social media platforms. Um, and so, I mean, I guess we could get half of that if all our listeners decided to, uh, (laughs) to, uh, to, to follow our Twitter or whatever. Um, that's, that's going to be like a long-term goal, but I'm just happy because, um, I think honestly, Rocket League, since, its inception hasn't been uh hasn't really been supporting like creators you know what i mean in game shall we say uh i think a lot of brands and stuff have have had to do a lot of work outside of the game or in esports to kind of really shine through Uh, i know if you're part of like the original original beta or whatever like your community got a flag in game um so that was like the last thing that i really remember them doing for that so this is really cool uh support creator code type thing so yeah i'm i'm just want to mention that yeah that's that's kind of nice because it does i mean when you think about some of the creators and they are a lot of these creators are very responsible for the growth of the game when you look at the the john sandmans the musties sunless and and some of those the growth of the game from a, a true grassroots perspective of they're gaining fans based on their personality and people were watching those videos without even playing rocket league they just like the the content creators and stuff so much so this kind of 
is almost a, a give back to those creators that do support and grow the game. So I really like that they're they're making the effort to allow people to do that. And and yeah. I think even for uh, like your your like a thousand to two thousand sub streamers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They'll average like a hundred to two hundred, but they'll have at least like the thousand two thousand subs, which means they can pay for rent and maybe food. You know what I mean? Yeah, a five percent little kickback, especially when when they have fans that are very loyal to them. Uh, could make a like a nice nice good change for them um especially it might it might be the difference between someone you know going oh this is you know like this is a tough time and being like oh no this is like more sustainable income that's that's a nice little boost um so i think it'll be good for for those lower level uh up and coming streamers as well yeah absolutely yeah okay let's let's keep it rolling uh there's another update and this this is for all you new players uh, coming from a certain game, Cough Cough Fortnite, there <laughs> is llamas everywhere. Um, so the they uh, they're going to be available uh, September twenty sixth. So they're not actually coming out right away. They're going to be a couple days after Free to Play, which kind of makes sense. I think I think part of Cyanox's uh, strategy is to release the game, make sure everything's working the first three days. <laughs> <laughs> and then really start pushing it over on you know it's obviously epic games now owns the psionic studio uh so over on other epic games properties um so first things first battle bus plus battle balloon antenna so uh is this is this a merc hitbox i'm pretty sure uh, it ha- is, has to be right like that, that's the only thing that's that why they changed that's why they added a merc hitbox was for this bus and this <laughs> other stuff that's kind of funny um but i think there's gonna be a lot of people playing this uh, at least the first two or three weeks when it comes out i think i might even have fun with it we'll see i mean you're gonna get um, a lot of people that play it just for the memes of it right it looks ridiculous but i kind of like it <laughs> i don't know why we don't have more buses honestly I, I i i just like a yellow bus that looks exactly the same as this <laughs> i think i'd be pretty happy with it well it does open um, up quite a few things you can do stuff like they can do like an ambulance they can do like all kinds mm, of uh, the bulkier of the bulkier vehicles they can do trucks they can do like like i said different things that you know get you out of just the specific like rc car looking thing oh 100 percent. we're gonna have like a um like a what is it tractor trailer truck oh yeah but it's it's not gonna have the end it's just gonna be like the front part of it (laughs) (laughs) but it's gonna have a merc hitbox it's gonna be really weird trust me uh no, but this is cool. Like, I think I think they do have to kind of find new hitboxes to kind because of, I kind of feel what they'll do is they'll really populate this new hitbox and then slowly introduce more hitboxes as the game continues on, um, which will be cool. It'll give it'll give people a lot more to do. Um, it is quite bulky though. I I feel like I, I saw uh, Astro playing with it today, and I I don't know if it was Astro. I mean, no, sorry, it might have been another player that was it was in a game with Oxygen, but. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I don't know if players know how to play with it or against it right now. So it's, we'll see if people like it or not. Uh, that's, that's to be determined. Other things that are coming out, uh, the loot llama decal. Um, so this is an octane decal octane, by the way, for any new players is probably the most popular car in the game, but I think everybody's I think trying Fennec to Fennec actually was, uh, when, when they released this, stats, I think Fennec was the most used car, Wow. Uh, over the last year or something like that when they released the stats that makes sense i think people were tired of the octane i think the fennec looks better overall um but you know teach their own uh <laughs> so yeah there, there's the the decal uh there's also 
flyer antenna. It's literally just a llama on a white flag. Um, there's the topper um, and there's the llama wheels. So if you want to fully deck out your car in llamas, I think we're going to have like a million llamas <laughs> just in the game in the beginning for the memes. It's going to be <laughs> llamas and battle buses. That's what that's what our game's going to look like for a month or two. But it's going to be good because a lot of new players are going to come in. We're going to have to add a Discord role for llamas. For sure. I mean, <laughs> no, no, I'm, no. I'm kind of tired. I've been, listen, I've been really trying to rein in the whole Discord thing, but it keeps growing on me. It's like, I can't do anything. <laughs> well, the problem is, is that you, you got Wabs over here and sometimes just gets, you know, he gets a little bit of energy and he's like, you know what Yo, I'm going to do? Someone I'm- literally at Wabs, any suggestion, he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And he just does it. And then he's like, all right, let's can you clean this up for me? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I think the server looks fine right now. Um, I love how, like, I always have an idea what the server is going to look like, but then, like, as it develops, you're like, this is okay. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot more going on that I hope for. I mean, the same thing, I had to completely redo um, the Brock Esports server when I was, you know, the club president there. And it, like, took me, I think, I think I did a, like a, essentially like a full time week, you know? during university of just making sure because i i essentially had to change the server from like hosting 30 people to like being able to have 300 so i i had to like set up bots and everything to kind of accommodate different roles because some people just wanted to talk about their games right uh and they did so we kind of separated the server into like a million games which thankfully i don't have to do here but i'm just saying it's growing more than i like it to um another thing that's growing is uh you know the esports scene which i feel has been kind of getting more and more heated um we've had i guess how am i going to set this up i think i think there's a couple big stories so we're just going to talk about the big stories uh i think if you watch all the quarterfinal games you're going to be very happy there's a lot of exciting close games uh semis and finals not so much they're they're pretty much sweeps um, but we're going to get into it. Uh, I guess the only thing I want to mention is uh, teams like Xset um, and Alpine Esports were able to upset teams like Rogue and Pittsburgh Knights to kind of make it through. Uh, so our quarterfinals was Kansas, Kansas City Pioneers, um, which have really definitely been like this this team that is is upsetting everybody. But like, not really. Ups- I mean, I think they just don't have enough of a track record for me to be like, "Oh, this is a team," you know, mm-hmm. uh, that I that I that I'm like super familiar with. Um, I mean, the players though are is is rapid C bass um, or C base. I'm not. Don't ask me. Uh, <laughs> Beast mode and memory, right? So I guess I shouldn't be surprised because all of them have been RLRS and RLCS players before. They're, they've been top. They've been around there. So I shouldn't be too surprised, but they they really seem to step it up this tournament. Um, I think the fact that they beat Alpine, I think that was probably, you know, except for Xset, that was probably the one team in the quarterfinals you'd want to face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like a, a team that you can d- definitely feel like is very beatable as opposed to a team that might have a reputation. Um, so yeah, Kansas City makes it through against alpine into the semis um and then there was g2 against envy and g2 was actually doing really really well uh throughout this tournament um but it seems like they are just below 
like like there's a lot of teams they're just going to stomp on but these like top 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 teams uh they seem to have some trouble with um and it was actually really cool because the coach for g2 was on the broadcast and he was saying how like now because there are so many games you don't really have time to implement stuff you know what i mean against Mm -hmm. specific teams because you're just playing a million times so it's kind of like he was saying you kind of have to ride the wave so when you have a lot of momentum you have to hope that's also a tournament weekend (laughs) you know and you hopefully ride it through Um, which is probably what's happening with kcp they probably are just they're on that momentum and they're feeling they're playing really good they're just popping off and mm -hmm. that's why they're so competitive against uh you know these teams and stuff like that and it's made everything a lot closer yeah yeah for sure and i mean i think they've kind of been on the cusp so this this might be a tournament where they're in future tournaments they'll look back and be like we did that so why can't we do it here and i think it will give them a lot of confidence so definitely a team to watch out for um yeah but g2 lost to envy envy feels like they either like really show up or they don't show up at all like i know they're a top eight team like no question right but whether they're a top eight or a top two is like dependent on the weekend you know which is a good place to be honestly for your team i think that's pretty consistent um yeah so tmmv also beat g2 uh they make it to semis uh and then the other side of the bracket really surprised me um because for whatever reason x set was able to was probably gave energy the most competition in this whole tournament (laughs) (laughs) um and i mean they have alpha cap and t corral which are names i've heard before but i don't remember where um but yeah i i uh the pretty this this is definitely a series that i think you should go back and watch because it's like oh this is this is the one team that energy struggled with what you know so um this this is the closest to an upset but uh the champs the the champs i guess the big team energy so for those i guess who are new i'll say energy is kind of like energy is essentially you're like what you're yankees or you're like your expected winners they have all the money. I don't know if all the money, but they have all the players that I'd assume cost money on their team. Yeah, I all mean, the stars. Yeah, NRG is what you would, you know, that that's your high talent. Like as far as talent on paper, just flat out, and, and you haven't when you haven't really thought about things specifically, like like specific chemistry and those kind of things. NRG is definitely going to be your your talent um, versus you look at G two, which obviously incredibly talented and stuff as well, um, but they don't have what feel like nobody looks at the G2 and says, yep, those are by and large, like, you know, the, the three best players and stuff. But you, when you have like Justin and squishy, like a lot of people's opinion is that those are going to be two of the flat out best players in NA. Um, mm-hmm. At least at some point in their careers, they were, you know, each probably consider it at some point the best players in NA. So I think when you look at just talent, like that's what you're going to see with something like NRG. A hundred percent. Um, and speaking of, I guess, talent right now, space station gaming has been probably the most feared team for a little bit. Um, and they've kind of dropped off a little bit, but as I say that this series in the corners against the peeps, they, every game was a one goal difference. So it could have went either way. Um, I know it was a, it was a three to one series, but it, it was very close in game score and, and how it went. So, uh, man, there's if yeah, I would almost recommend watching all the quarters, <laughs> like if you want some exciting games. Um, but uh, you know, uh, I guess I guess the one big thing is is it seems like Envy, NRG, P 
peeps, uh, G2 to some extent, um, are teams that are going to be consistently top in all these tournaments and, and uh, Space Station, of course. These feel like teams that are going to be your your regular top six, top eight. So that's kind of oh. cool that we've <laughs> well, and, and what's it. funny is is we're saying like, oh yeah, Space Station fell off because they only made it to quarterfinals <laughs> and stuff, even though they won the first regional event. I think they've won almost half of the grids like that have happened, and we're like, yep, they fell off because they didn't. They fell make off because the they didn't. But that's kind of what the expectations have been set. Getting though, quarters. Right? Yeah, if you get in quarters is is a failure, you know you're a team to rec- be reckoned with. Yeah, and so, I mean, you get to quarters and stuff, and Peeps have been one of those teams, like I would say in the last you know three, four months, have been one of those teams that's always hovering right around the top, and, and they can be competitive with any team at any time, it seems like. So uh, not surprised that they made it tough for Space Station. Space Station has just been one of those teams that for, I would say, like the last year they've, been like perpetually top four and they've always been competitive didn't matter what team Dude. they're going up against so it's just it's just weird to not see them in top four i would say yeah they're, they're a team that like took them year two years this is like the second year kind of like a whole bunch of splits right mm-hmm. or I, I know what you call them but seasons it you felt like they were on the cusp but they really broke out this last year so and they're kind of showing that uh, which is really cool. Uh, I'll say I'm very happy that the peeps are making it through because Gyro, the the last remaining <laughs> um, player from that original uh, Pittsburgh Knights squad, is is it's. I'm glad that all those players are doing very well, and all of them are on these top teams, which is always fun to watch. Um, yeah. Uh, so let's get into the semis. Um, so this is where KCP Kansas City Pioneers uh, lost to Team Envy. Um, it feels like this is what this is the one thing I worry about is when Kansas City Pioneers gets these NV Energy peeps, Space Station G twos. I don't think they're necessarily going to win a lot of those, mm-hmm. um, and so so that's kind of that's going to be their next. You know, speaking of goal, we we're talking about like building goals. That's probably their next goals is to start beating these teams regularly. Um, but you know, if you're kind of one of those slightly not. Uh, I want to say not as good because I think honestly all these teams at this point are, are pretty crazy good. But if you're one of those teams that aren't in this like regular quarterfinals and you want a team that's really like starting to break through, you know, starting to get to the top of that mountain, I think, you know, scrimming with Kansas City would be a good idea. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those, yeah, it's, it's just definitely one of those teams, especially right now, how well they're playing and how well they're meshing together. You know, if that chemistry kind of sticks and everything, that's going to be a tough team to go against. So if you want to scrim and start to implement new things, like you have to spend that time. And we talked when we talked to Josh uh, last week, last the week. 72 PC coach, he was talking about like, hey, they're still putting in like the time to scrim and implement new things. It just some of that stuff takes a while. So you may not see it. You know, you may not see it this week. That's, you know, what these teams implement, but two, three weeks from now all of a sudden you're starting to see, you know, different play styles that lead to success. And that could be what's led to KCP's success recently is like, okay, Hey, when everything started, when they went to the grid and RLCSX and new formats and stuff, they may have implemented a few new things. And now we're seeing the results of that effort and stuff that's put in. So it's really cool to kind of see one of those teams that isn't as far as an overall team name goes, isn't immediately recognizable where, you know, a lot of stuff like the rogue or anything like that could fit in there. Um, and you'd recognize it and be like, oh yeah, it's a high profile team. Like I get it. But now it's like, okay, not as much of a high profile team. 
being competitive with high level teams is really good. And you look at KCP in the first round of, of this split, they beat G2 and what was it? They beat G2 and space station and Xset. all mm. teams that made the finals. They beat them in the very first round. So they swept three Oh, um, in the first round. So it was just like, they're, they're playing and, and competing with the highest level teams. A hundred percent. That's a good, that's a good catch. That's a good point out. Um, on the bottom of the bracket is, I guess what I expected when Squishy first announced that he was leaving C9 and he was joining NRG, this is the kind of score lines I was expecting. Uh, and that was energy completely sweeping the peeps and every other team. Uh, and this, this, this felt like we are the best, most talented players. And now we are beating all these other teams. Um, and I think it's interesting that Xcent got really close to them. And I honestly feel had space station beat the peeps, they probably would have given them more of a run for their money. Um, because there are definitely times that space station, if they're in a groove are just on another level. Um, and you know, if, if I were to like say, Oh, which team would you would give them a harder time? I feel like space station would, even though they lost the peeps. Um, but that's also style as uh, style matchups and stuff like that. Um, and that kind of brings us to the finals, which is team envy against NRG and to set, you know, the, uh, for those of you who don't usually follow esports to kind of set the mood, um, team envy has a former player from NRG, um, named turbo Pulsa, who's also the, the most winningest, <laughs> uh, rocket league player. He has a four time world champion, uh, you know, an accolade no one else really has. Um, but unfortunately in this matchup, you know, he, he had moved from NRG to team envy and they've kind of had a rivalry because of it. Uh, but in this particular finals in the, in the second regional of the, the, the fall, um, what would you call it? Regional event two for the fall split. Fall split. We are using split. I'm just making sure we're using the word split. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, envy felt energy four Oh, uh, and it just it just seemed like Envy had a tough time breaking out, and I've seen this before. And <laughs> there's a post by uh, by Turbo after <laughs> he's like, uh, "I'm so proud of my teammates for carrying me when I did nothing," <laughs> <laughs> and something to the extent of like energy. Uh, Justin and Squishy are just a, and Garrett are just on another level. Um, so they were definitely congratulating that energy in this particular. You know, it felt like after the close series with Xset, they were ready for that Sunday playoffs and just completely took over. So that kind of brings us to an end. Uh, do you have any thoughts, I guess, on energy right now? Well, I mean, obviously they came out and dominated the peeps. And even if you look at the score lines and stuff, and like the first game was really dominant. Games two and three, not so much. But game four, they came out and it was like a seven-goal victory. So like they came out and dominated the peeps. It was 7-1 in game four. And... um you know, and it's a really just strange situation. They held the peeps who had beat Space Station to one goal for an entire series. Like, that was really impressive. Um, and they come out, and Envy, I mean, the first two games against Envy were overtime games. So, and each game was they were. a single goal, but mm-hmm. they were definitely like, even going back and watching, they were probably like, they, it felt like they had control the entire game, even as close yes. as they were. It just kind of, it didn't feel like Envy was in it. But, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. All you need is a, one goal in each of those overtimes, and all of a sudden you're up 2-0 if you're Envy. It's just NRG 
was the one that got those goals. So, um, as, as it seems one-sided as the series were, it, it wasn't as one-sided when you look at the score line itself, but just overall, uh, overall feel of the match were pretty, uh, pretty one-sided with dominance coming from NRG. Yeah, you could tell energy was playing with a lot of confidence. And I think the only reason the scoreline was so close is because every player on energy like was feeling it. You know what I mean? And so they're being a lot more aggressive and trying to go for riskier plays. But I think that's also a sign of a team that's like, yeah, we're not hesitating. Like we're going to implement our thing. We're going to do our crazy thing. And that's that's that, you know? Well, you even go watch uh, the, the overtime there for game one against Envy. And I think, I mean, it was a minute 20 overtime. And I'm pretty convinced that over a minute of that was spent <laughs> in Envy's half. And they're just, you know, almost panicked. And every time they try to get a clear, there's an NRG player waiting for them and, and send it right back in and making things difficult. So, yeah, it was just an overall dominant performance this time around. But, you know, all that being said, outside of Turbo going over to Envy, I don't think that there was really like a ton of expectations for envy at the start of the whole rlcsx and grid stuff 100 percent. i think they performed incredibly like overall when you're saying like hey a team that was generally speaking outside of turbo you know known enough but not well known enough that it was gonna be like yeah they're gonna be competitive and they're in the finals or they're competitive every single series pretty much no i i have to say atomic and mist mist is I've I have to say this I've really become such a big fan of Miss because no matter what team he's on there's a lot of stuff that he does that you're like oh no this guy literally has is the only glue that is keeping this team together you know like he's been on a a, a whole bunch of teams now I think and every time I see him now and he's really showing it with Team Envy is like no this guy's like this guy's this guy's easily top ten sometimes top five and I think. At least that's how I feel right now, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like this guy is definitely proving himself. Um, I think should there ever be, you know, like transfers in the future and you're, you're a team that has maybe two amazing players and you need one more, I think Miss definitely fits that. So, uh, yeah, I'm very impressed by him. Um, unfortunately, they were not able to seal the deal this time around, but I think Team Envy overall has performed significantly better than they thought they would and i'm sure the org itself is very happy with with how they're doing because they have like a big star uh in turbo but they also have a team that's that's really competing yeah i mean when you look at the uh the different regional events regional event one i think they got fourth place it looks like uh the third and fourth place range regional event two they got they made the finals and then when even when you look at the grid week one they were in uh week one they got second place I think it ends up being, what is it? Week four, they won the grid. Week five, they were in second place. Week six, they didn't make it. But week seven, they were back up in the top four. And so it's just like one of those things of, you know, even if they, like, we have a few of those teams that, oh, they weren't in the finals. That's strange. But I think sometimes <laughs> you look at Envy and we're like, oh, they made the finals. That's strange. But they've been, they've done it so much. So, so it's at this point, not strange anymore. They're just really good. Yeah, no, I think I think they're above our expectations. Maybe not their own expectations, but at least where we had them when this team first kind of got together, they've really done well. Um, yeah, I think that's it for the regional event. Uh, I, I'd like to... No, I did not do like a recap, um, but like I said off the top of the show, I've recently been hired and 
I have other work to do now. So <laughs> uh, I will I will try to bring those back when when I have free time. Maybe maybe if I'm uh, really paying close attention some weekend, I will try to bring those back because I know a lot of people like them. Um, but that was not not I was not able to do that this week. Maybe maybe when my job settles down a little bit, hopefully I'll be able to. Um, yeah, relentless. This this has been uh, this has been good. Um, Wabs was not here, but I think. Uh, we kept the show together even without him. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I think, I think we're just gonna kind of, you know, see us off do, do some last minute, uh, thank you. So you're ready for it. Relos? Let's make it happen. Um, so, uh, first of all, relentless, thank you for being on the show and for hosting our tournaments and other mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and then I'd also like to thank all our patrons who've been supporting us, um, so much. We thank you so, so, so much. Um, yeah, we have, uh, we owe you guys, um, a Rob and Kyle show. Uh, so that will be hopefully shortly, uh, released within the next week. Um, and then on top of that, there's an extra special thanks to the roll call tier. Uh, and that is J wise, Mifa paint, Tim Chewbarker, psych Mopko, and relentless again. Uh, <laughs> who who uh, is part of the crew but is still stayed on the Patreon uh, which he likes to uh, we like to joke about I guess um, except for that uh, I'd like to you know, thank all of you for listening um, if you want to support the show a number of ways you can do so honestly if, if, if you just enjoy the show tell your friends about it especially if they play Rocket League that's a really really big help uh, otherwise uh you can go to our website, asapweekly.com. Um, and then you have our Patreon, our discord, uh, our Twitter, other stuff that you can follow and, and kind of spread the word that way. Uh, except for that, uh, my name is Lazero. I'm joined by relentless and we wish you all an amazing week. Bye-bye. See you.